Hello. 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 What's up, bro? Welcome to the What's Up, Bro podcast. I am Nary Signs. You know, the, you know the questions that are on here that I could have said yes to would have been a cock ring. I'm like, oh, I've done that. With me, as always, is Stephanie Uyor. The only reason he was invited was because he was dating my friend. It was like a pity invite. And he was like, one of the first people to get there, what a loser. And we have Missy. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> is also here. <laughs> oh, oh, Missy is also here. My girl has no last name. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Am I right? <laughs> and special correspondent by Steph. Mayor Senior. Yeah, I don't but have no. to look cute for you. <laughs> and this is the What's Up Bro podcast. That's how winning is done. Hey, I'm Dave Chappelle, and this is What's Up Bro. What movie brought them together? <laughs> they that movie, about, they did some haunted house movie. Babe, what was um, the movie that they were in together? The House on Haunted Something Penis. Dream House. Why is it actor Daniel Craig had been friends for many years and worked together on the film Dreamhouse? They began dating in December 2010. She was married, married to Darren Aronofsky. She was married to who? Tanya was a director. Darren Aronofsky. Oh, I know. Yeah, well, I know. I was about to say I know Darren. Like, I know him. I know of Darren. I've heard of Darren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's on your speed dial. Uh, yeah, he did like Black Swan and he's done a couple. Also, did, um, can we talk well, about. But didn't he end up with Requiem, Requiem for a Dream, you know? Also, can we talk about the fact that uh, Stephanie just said speed dial as if that's still a thing? Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> He's on your speed dial. I'm like, what the fuck is a speed dial? <laughs> like, Everyone's on speed dial now. That's hilarious. Oh, Everyone's shit. on speed dial. Well, so. welcome to the What's Your Bro podcast. Uh, it's been a while, and we left you for far too long. Uh, but I am there, Signs. Uh, with me, as uh, usual, is uh, Stephanie. Hi. And Missy. Hello. Uh, give me one second. My wife is texting me and Why I can't answer die? the phone. My wife is texting me and I can't answer the phone. Um, oh, because you're doing this on your phone. Correct. Correct. Uh, Cordy. So, Steph, how's it going? Oh, no, that's Hi. it. That's it. It was just a How text. How are you? Oh, are I, we supposed to vamp? <laughs> what we're supposed to do now? Uh, so, uh, thank you guys for checking we're us out. It's this. I know. It's been a while, too, man. We're out of practice. We are out of practice. The last time we did this, riding a biker, it's fine. (laughs) The last time we did this, we were (laughs) talking about Tiger King. For real? Yeah. No way. Yeah, no. that was the last episode. It was hey, are you cool cats and kittens? And then me, mm-hmm. I did an episode with Ari Spears. That was the last one. But I'm talking about the last one that time that Aww. we've been together. Why? I mean, why? I'm looking. I mean, you the you would time, know. So the last so there was March 21st, then April 1st, then the next episode was May 11th with Ari Spears, mm-hmm. and then in June 16th it was the world is on fire, and that was it. <laughs> Was it the world on fire? Oh, that's right. When we talked about after we talked about all the protests. Yeah. yeah. I thought we had done. Still, it's been a while. The gang, the guy was it. But it's, it's almost the end of August. Yeah. So it's been yeah, a while. So. Yeah, we made a list of things. It includes, 
God, it was the word cuckold. And honestly, I, that's where I want to start. Because what, what happened there? Do you not know what that is? Wait, you're stopping. You're talking weird. And then, like, it sounds weird. Like, you put your hand over your mouth or something. And it sounds weird now. Okay. So now do I sound fine? I, I, that's a huge world of difference. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Um, I'm so sure the listeners are like, yeah, no, I know that they were like, man, I really want to hear her voice, like, super clear. Ah! Um, oh. why, uh, why is Cuckold on the list? Cuckold is on the list of topics because it's been, uh, it's been in the news lately. It, uh, it was mm-hmm. trending, uh, yesterday? Yesterday, I think it was yesterday. And, cocaine uh, was trending yesterday, too. Well, cocaine should be trending every day in Miami. I got to be honest yeah, with you. It's, well, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> like, tr- no, but it was c- trending because of the convention. <laughs> yes, I know. But I'm a little disappointed in Miami for it not staying on a uh, trending topic at all times. That That's like how Miami tr- mm-hmm. Twitter should always True. be. Uh, but um, so the cuckold, uh, Steph, you know the story better than I do because I know the... I know the um, I've been watching the story. <laughs> watching. Yeah. Wait, can I can Cuckold. I say something before you go into it? Um, sure. Just in case you were curious, if you wanted to Google the word, it only takes at the very fourth is when you get the porn movies. So just just an FYI, just so we're all on the same page. Okay. Oh. So there's this couple, <laughs> Becky and Jerry Falwell. Junior, Jerry Falwell Junior. Because his dad is also, and I wouldn't be surprised if his dad is also a cuckold, or was back in the day. But I'm saying, you know, things have changed. Yeah. Um, they are large Trump supporters and donors. He is the head of Liberty University. Apparently, they've been engaging in a throuple situation. Where they hired this guy, uh, Giancarlo Granda. He's from Miami, so a Florida man. Of course, Miami. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> they met him uh, when he was a bartender at the Fountain Blue. Because why wouldn't he be? I mean, uh, the only way to make it more Miami is if you would have met a la Carreta or something. Like, that was afterwards. That was afterwards. <laughs> yeah. they, afterwards, they went to Versailles. And they went to, like... <laughs> yeah. And he... Um, Basically, they would engage in, um, so Giancarlo would have intercourse with Becky and Jerry would watch. Yeah, that's the very definition of cuckold. Like the very strict definition of cuckold. Right. To watch people have sex? Yeah, to watch somebody. to To watch your partner in having sex with somebody else is cuckolding. Right. If you're just watching two random people have sex, then you're that's voyeurism. Yeah, then that's just voyeur, exactly. Yeah. So, what? How is that different from swinging? Uh, swinging means not, he's not fucking. Swinging is right. Swinging is when you're like oh. trading partners with another couple. Jerry Farwell, Jerry Farwell is not junior. Is not getting laid in this situation. No, he's just, he's watching, just watching other dudes. He's just yeah. watching another dude bang his wife. He's just being supportive. I guess being a supportive partner. Hey, dude, I'm that, not. I'm not even judging listen, him for this. I got to be honest with you. I've watched plenty of cocoa no, porn. No, I'm not judging on the fact that they that they're Trump supporters and they're Trump donors. Absolutely. Uh, you do you whatever works in your marriage. I mean, you do you. See, but here's the thing. Uh, famously, his dad, speci- his dad more so than him, but famously, they have been very 
quote unquote family values and they've been yeah. very much about like the Bible and like uh, marriage is only for well, a man and a woman and da da da. Yeah, they're part of the family values, Democrat, the, the, fam- the, the family values generation of political party. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Exactly. So obviously, when you push that down everybody's throat, that only means you have like dirty, dirty secrets. Well, I, <laughs> oh, I know yeah. what else was being pushed down somebody's throat. <laughs> Boom. Uh, Yeah, this all leaked because um, he did an interview with, he basically spilled the beans to uh, to Reuters. And he said that he got. He said that he. He said that it brought him great depression. But I'm like, you kept going back. Well, they they also like they had like a business agreement with him. They had like a business agreement with him, and apparently, like they didn't um, like live up to their end of the bargain. So he's basically just like squealing like a pig. So. Who, who? What do you mean? He? Who's he? Which one? There's two dudes in this scenario. Giancarlo. Giancarlo is not is not living up to his end no, of the bargain. Jerry and like the foul the Falwells were not living up to like their business agreement with Giancarlo. So Giancarlo is now. Oh, so Giancarlo. So did Jerry just get in details. just get in front of it? Jerry was like, "I'm gonna spill the beans before the shit comes out before shit hits the fan." Is that what he was doing? No, he got ratted out. No, he got ratted out. Wait, I, I'm confused. I, I thought it was. I'm confused. I thought it was Jerry that was spilling the beans in an interview. Now he is. Oh, okay. he, he tried to get ahead of it. He spoke to the Washington Examiner, but it went to to Reuters first. Mm, mm. So my question is, all all of all of the happenings, and you didn't think of of putting together a non disclosure agreement like that. That seems kind of negligent. That seems kind I mean, of standard for these kinds of arrangements. Also, I feel like if I'm introducing a third person and I'm a person of note or some kind of influence, I I don't know how legal. I don't know how legal that would. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, obviously, uh, but I'm. I, I don't know how legal a non-disclosure agreement would be with a relationship. It's not a business transaction. You can have a non-disclosure agreement, but for if anything. there was a, but yeah, yeah but I don't know how legal it would. I don't know. I don't know if it would stand up in court. Like, how do you hold that? Like, of course it's, it would. It's like it's saying, illegal, it's, uh, yeah, it's like saying I have a contract that she's gonna fuck me ten times a year. I'm like, that's called prostitution, and you can't really enforce that. That's not really a thing. You can, yeah, you, yeah, you can. <laughs> I'm pretty no. sure people you can, can enter into non-disclosure agreements for whatever. Right, it doesn't but, have to be like so business related. I'm sure they can enter into the non-disclosure agreement. I just don't know how well that how much that could be defended in a court of law. I don't know how much that would be enforceable in a court of law. You could enter whatever kind. Me and you could have a contract and be like, we're gonna fuck Dave five times a year. Like, but that I doesn't would never mean have that contract. With um, you. Trust me, with you, never, uh, Dave. Never. Absolutely. Um, I'd rather but, get hit by a bus. I would rather fuck a coconut. <laughs> Dry. Uh, so it was. Uh, that's a callback. This is getting story. uncomfortable. Uh, Why? This ta- is a conversation he and I have had many times on this podcast. That's actually no, the title. No, that's actually the title of our sex tape. This is getting uncomfortable. <laughs> it's actually the title <laughs> of our sex tape. <laughs> you know, it's a shame that we don't have like any lawyer friends we could ask about this. I. I well, here's yes? here's what I know, my, and my limited understanding of non-disclosure agreements is that so long as you can enter into one and it's only it, it's bound to the laws of the state where you signed it as far as i'm concerned i could be totally wrong but this is what i remember from what i learned so like let's say if you if they were fucking in california but the non-disclosure was in florida they couldn't they the, california's laws wouldn't apply like it's not 
transfer. Well, that's yeah, what I, that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like Stormy Daniels literally had an they had a non disclosure agreement against Stormy Daniels, uh, the uh, the the douchebag in the White House, had a, a non disclosure agreement when he paid her to have sex with him the while her, while his wife was pregnant with their son. You know, because family because family him. values the the peeing family thing values, is fine. Obviously. Peeing thing is fine, uh, but uh, oh okay that's that's a, okay. That is fine. That's it's all consensual. Is fine, but when you're as long as it's consensual, yes. Yeah, it's I fine. Okay, I mean, I guess, on without know, my consent. But you're. I don't want to be peed on. Period. But I mean, I guess if someone's agreeing, to some sometimes. You know, hey, and it's okay to be approved. That's fine. But what we're talking here okay, specifically. That's fine. Is, we're talking. I don't want someone else's urine on me, and that makes me approved. I'm totally fine with that's that. That's exactly what we're saying. So where and we understand, and we we have we we back you up, BFF. What I'm saying. Hey. Thing is the if the guy in the White House couldn't he they had a non-disclosure like Stormy Daniels all right let's fuck right. I'm gonna pay you a fucking boatload of money but you cannot tell anybody and she signed a non-disclosure and then she fucking still ratted him out and she still and they didn't do anything to her they couldn't arrest because her they couldn't a, because you can put a time limit on it too right because mm-hmm. they could run out after yeah, they, years. They so fired. I'm sure that I'm sure that when she signed it back when he when like what 15 years ago no I don't think he was it was, on being- it was when she was pregnant with his son how old is his son the youngest Eric? Six, yeah the, the youngest the Eric youngest is- the youngest oh. the youngest oh the youngest is, he's like 12 or something yeah, yeah. no i think he's like 14 yeah hang on so, so what happens what happens is is that i'm sure that if he signed it if she's he's 14 <laughs> He's 14. So, so, two, 14 so years this ago was, no, so this came out two years ago. So yeah, that would be 14 years ago. She was pregnant with him, and she and then he fucked a, another woman. He probably didn't put. He probably didn't put. Uh, he probably put in a time limit, but he didn't expect yeah. him to be president. So, All I'm saying I is know, like, something about him is he doesn't. He doesn't seem to plan ahead. It's really weird. I get that vibe. From him. So Jerry Falwell uh, Jr. I'm not. I swear, I'm not judging him for wanting. He. Some people get off on that. Some people get off on watching their significant other get plowed by somebody else. And that I gotta be honest with you. I've watched plenty of porn where dudes no. are cockholding, and I'm fucking. I'm, and I'm. I'm down with it. But don't like be, I said. Well, I don't care about what you do in your private life. The other, but 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 if you're gonna. What I do care about is, like, hypocrisy. Right. And I don't think... And I think this is, like, a little bit of a societal issue, too. Like, just in defense. Not in defense of these people, just to play, like, devil's advocate. Just as a whole, as a society, we frown upon these kinds of situations where, like, a third person is introduced into a consensual relationship and everybody involved is, like, okay with it or whatever. There was... I can't remember her name, and I'll Google it... Um, but there was a a, rep, a, a a congresswoman last year that stepped down because it was discovered that she was in a throuple. And it was all consenting adults, and they weren't doing anything wrong other than, like, but in the views of the world, that's because a bad the thing. Lie, because the lie is still, is still valid. Right. That's- that's what it is. Right. We're still, we're still running on that. Yeah, on you can't. That, on the you, bullshit. you can't be right. like. You can't be anti-abortion and anti-gay marriage, and then be like, "I'm gonna let somebody else plow my wife." Like that's no, doesn't I, I, jive. I'm gonna look her up, but uh, I feel like she was a Democrat, so I don't think that that like necessary. Well, 
I'm not talking about her specifically. I'm just talking about in general. No. Like that's where the that's right. where the beef comes in. No, I agree. I agree with but, you. I agree with but for politicians who are anti-abortion, the large majority of them, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that they're anti-abortion because it's a political strategy because oh, their mistresses sure. and their side bitches will for sure 100 always. always get a five star abortion whoa, when they whoa, need one and as whoa, many as whoa, they want. Whoa, why they got to be bitches, Missy? Why they got to be bitches, bro? I said side bitches. Why they got to be bitches, Missy? Why can't they be because side ladies? Side Why can't they be no. side ladies? Side bitches are side bitches, okay? <laughs> I have the authority here. To- I would I would also say that, like, yeah, that's what it is about. So it's like, you can say whatever the fuck you want, but they're, they're also shit. Like, every single last one of them. And I'm not just referring to the right. I'm talking about the left to everybody's fucking lying. So it's, right. believe no one. So the, the congresswoman that had this issue last year was Katie Hill. She's a she's from California's 25th district. How old is she? Which is like, uh, she's 32. <sighs> she smoke? Is um, she a smoke show? She's... He would I be mean, the one to decide. The, I don't feel like this is the best picture of her, but she's like, cute enough. No, I can no, pro- try to find a better picture. No, no, that's good. That's um, good. That's good. Está buena. La veterana. La veterana. Dave said it was acceptable. Oops. Anyway, um, <laughs> hold on. let me find like better pictures of her. But yeah, she was involved in a throuple, and it was a consensual throuple, and she ended up having to step down because um, because it was just people found out about it and we frown upon that behavior it'd be weird if it wasn't a consensual throuple like that's just you cheating on your wife (laughs) yeah she's hot bro yeah she's a smoke show yeah i'm yeah good for her and the two other people involved Uh consensually um so she was she was the first openly bisexual member of congress um, but and she proved there. that with her actions. See what I'm saying, bro? Not hypocrisy. I like the fact that she was yeah. like, "I'm, I'm a, I'm bisexual." Trust me yeah. when I tell you and I'm she's bisexual. A Democrat, so she's, you know, pro-choice, <laughs> and, pro-choice, and pro-gay, pro-gay marriage. And why did she step down? So, so dumb. Because they probably have. the political pressure to respond accordingly to that is, is yeah, it's stupid. It's like they. Because it's it's this thing where it's like I think that a lot of people the there's a there's a, a shift now where there, we're seeing a lot of there's like trans people uh, getting elected into office obviously gay bisexual uh, all the members of the LGBTQ plus community are are making their their power move so to speak but I also feel like it's kind of like but be like they want it a certain way. Yeah. Like you could be you could be bisexual, but don't have a scandal. You could be right. gay, but she's not your spouse is not like. I'm sure we can have elect a gay president, and it'll be a huge thing if the first lady or the first gentleman moves into the White House, as you know, because that's the tradition. Like it's going to be a problem. So it's like I think there's like a push pull, in my opinion. I I think part of the problem also was because the woman that was the third party in their throuple was your cousin was one of her congressional staffers so conflict of interest yeah so i think that was part of the issue also but i agree with you i I agree that it's we we want i I, and i'm not saying we as in like i'm not including me i'm saying we in the bigger picture like we do want to move forward progressively but there is still like a box that we're trying to fit these people into and it shouldn't be that way because 
like again, whatever happens between like consenting adults is really like not a big deal. Um, I don't think they're not hurting anybody. You know, it's not that serious. But we're, we're still trying to. We're not. We're not there yet. We're barely there with getting with getting LGBTQ plus people into positions of power we're not ready for them to like sex is such a weird thing sex is such a weird thing with people it's like socially speaking as a society we are like it's so weird you're like for the most part a lot of people are either one extreme or the other they're all like either like it's it's weird because like we all know we all do it so it's more just the way that you were Unless you're married, guess, and then you never do it. <laughs> Am I right? Guy? Oh, there's no guys here. Uh, so um, I, <laughs> I, um, it's something that we just—it's a human. It's a—it's a human behavior. We all do it. We all participate in it. So I don't like. It, it really just comes down to like how you perceive it. You are. Yeah. Um, how it's you how perceive. comfortable you are, and how comfortable, and how much you care what people think. Right, it's a thing because I, I think, think that, it, I mean I think it's also a little bit about like just the the views on sex that stem from like religious backgrounds that most of us carry with us. I think it has a part to. Play I mean, let also. me tell you, in my house, like my mom was not a normal mom in the sense that like she encouraged me to get pregnant the second I was in a serious relationship. And, like, actively was like, who cares? Just get pregnant. I'm like, uh, no. Wait, so but just, it, uh, just so that the listener knows this part of the story, you weren't 18 or not. Like, it, you were, like, a, you know. You were, like, an adult. You were an adult. Right, but yeah. how, how many parents would. No, no, no. I'm not, and I'm not defending that. I'm not defending. I'm just saying to the listeners, just to clarify, it's not like you were 17 yeah, or 18. Was, like, was it in wasn't your first video. serious relationship. My- it was just. Later it was on. my. It was. I was in my late twenties, but still, it was like an active thing. It's like, oh, getting married and then having kids—that's like so out of date. Like you're, and I was like, yeah, but you know, no, like, <laughs> and so I think that it just. It, I think I'm agreeing with you, Steph. Is that it depends on on where, but even it, it it could go either way because she was like that, and she was very open with. um you know, supportive of, of my hold'em, if you will, and I just never engage because I just don't care. Like I, I did that's not something that appealed to me right at the time. So yeah, it 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 does depends because there are people that get raised very strict and very like eso no se hace and then that's yeah. how they carry on and then there's people that like the second that they get out of the house they're like I had, like, a weird upbringing because, like, before I turned 18, it was very much, like, an eso no se hace situation. But then, like, once I got into college, it, into college, not college, just not practice. Um, it was a very different scenario. I had, like, a year where my mom was, like, cool. And, is like... It, is, was it when you were in España that year, that summer? That's was why, that that's why her mom was so that. cool. That's why her mom was so cool. Her mom heard about the two <laughs> bar fights that she never got into, that she said she did. It was before and that. And then she, her mom was like, what? My girl could throw hands. Fuck that. I would just do whatever like you want to do. For the record, that I did not bring it up. You assholes did. I know, but we bring it up because we don't believe but, you. So I think we think it's funny. That's why we bring it up. So my, my, she was no, like, what? Like, my daughter just, throws these hands, y'all. She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> 
Did the tree did the tree branch go back into the left? Well, here's so the rose garden was a Kennedy administration thing because JFK wanted somewhere to like deliver addresses to the nation that were like that wasn't just like in a room. They wanted somewhere like nice and environmental. So that's where the design of the rose garden comes from. Um, but one thing that actually David noticed about the rose garden is that they took out all the color. And like the rose garden used to be very colorful. It used to be like full of like red and pink, like really pretty flowers and trees and cherry blossoms and shit. And now it's all white and like light blush colors and stuff. Yeah, I bet you Putin, Putin the one that designed it. Sure. No color. Well, that's no why color. I thought. That's why I thought it would be. No, gold. that that's... queen would have done it. Would have done it super extra. That's so. what. That's why. I don't know that Russia are, are Russians famous for for gardening. Is that something? No, I'm calling do? Putin gay. Oh, and um, well, he does like to ride horseback yeah. shirtless. Yeah, <laughs> you ever seen those pictures and, of Putin riding you know, horseback? Call me a stereotyper, <laughs> but if that's not a queen, then I don't know what is. <laughs> Also, he fucks Trump, so that's a thing. Uh, that, that too, <laughs> for sure. He's he's not a bottom. Hell no, he is not a power bottom. Oh my god, it's so weird. Uh, I don't know. So there's a as yeah. we we are recording to the listener. We are recording the night of the second night of the, the second night of the Republican National Convention, and so that's why cocaine was trending today. Because last night, which was the first night of the Republican National Convention, Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend, um, I think her teleprompter was just in all caps. I, yeah. I think it was just all caps. She came in like Matt Damon. She came in like Matt Damon in the SNL skit where he was playing Kavanaugh. Where he was like, like, I'm coming in at 10 and going to kick it up a notch in a minute. Do you guys remember Howard Dean? Yes, the 2004 election. I've talked about this recently. Like that was a thing where um, uh, he back, was the front runner in that. He race. was the front runner, and he immediately like lost all points because when he won, I think it was Kentucky that he won. I forgot what state that he it won was, the primary. I don't know if it was at a primary, or if it was just at a rally. It was at a was primary. Something. It was at a primary. Was. He won a primary. And I'm pretty sure. I think it was North Carolina. Now that I think about it, but the dude wins. And this is to the listener more than anybody else. It's like the dude wins the primary, and in celebration, he goes, "Yeah!" 
yeah like that's what he did and he did a fist pump and yeah he did that shit yeah and that's it it was over and he was a laughing stock he was a fucking laughing stock everybody started laughing started making fun. there were no memes back then but it was like on all the late shows right. and all the thing and he was it it was like the it was like the the early 2000s versions of a meme like he was everywhere yeah. just that one clip yeah it ended his political career and to think yeah. a you know, a short 15, 16 years later, this dude, the shit that he has said, that you would think there's no way he's going to survive this scandal. This is a crazy scandal. What? Grab him by the pussy? What? Fucking uh, fucking a porn star while your wife is pregnant? What? Like, fucking, I, oh, I could kill somebody in fucking in, in, uh, in Wall Street in, in the middle of the street and nobody would fucking, I want to be convicted. Like, that's crazy. Like, you would not be able to, like, yeehaw. Do you understand how yeehaw got a man his entire life changed because of fucking yeehaw? Like, I'm just, like, it's bananas to me. It's, I've talked about this plenty of times before in the past with my friends i was like i don't oh, understand I agree with you yeah and yet here's kimberly gofoil like basically being ursula the sea witch <laughs> she's a deranged evita that's what she looks like when she's doing oh this my god shit. the fucking hand movements dude the fucking hand movements so now there's a gofoil challenge on instagram or in tiktok where people are just really? like standing there with their arms open and just screaming into the wind like just into oh, a void oh I'm not doing that I gotta I gotta wear a different shirt for that but yeah I would do that <laughs> I I was just like what What? so on top of the fact like aside from the like she's just like screaming that kind of thing doesn't hit as hard when you're doing it to an empty room because at least if there was like an audience and they're able to like egg you on like I could get feeding off that energy but it's like, do you, do you know what the WWE is doing with their crowd? Well, that's what I, that's what crowd? I was saying before. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking before. And I wasn't going to say that. Like I've talked to Missy. What? Missy has asked me like when the whole Corona thing first started, Missy uh, is one of the, there's been a few, but one of the people that have been like, Hey, why don't you do um, a viral show? Why don't you do a virtual show? And I would tell her because there's no fucking energy. There's no feedback. Yeah. And as a comedian, you need that fucking laughter. You want to hear that, you know, you, mm -hmm. this is what you need. And, and I've thought about doing it because I've been, you know, financially, we've been really hit up really hard. This is really hit us because I've been out of work for so long. Um, and I've thought about doing it multiple times and whenever, and then at one point I was going to do it. I was like, all right, I'm going to announce it that I'm going to do it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, and take fucking cash app donations, all this bullshit. Like I had this whole thing planned out of my head and then WrestleMania came about and these insanely super athletic men and women who are ripped to shreds in phenomenal shape would come out to in an empty fucking room where it's just them two but just the people wrestling the camera crews and the announcers so you're li literally looking at maybe eight people tops total all of which work for the company and these super athletes came out and they had the pyrotechnics that their intros were still the same it was still like oh look at me i'm fucking and now entering at 250 pounds so and so for the rock whatever the fuck you want to say but there the, there's no like you you hear the empty room and i told missy and i was like look bro these guys look like fucking complete idiots like i'm here what? watching as a fan i'm watching this show of super athletes amazing good looking people looking like fucking idiots i'm gonna look like a douchebag i'm like i'm not doing it and i didn't i haven't done it just because of that i'm like i don't i don't feel like looking like an asshole in an empty fucking room 
Like how do you? So, <laughs> so that was that that was that is all true. And the reason why it was so cringy is when I told Mary was that because the whole the whole bit with professional wrestling is that they're they get the testosterone levels, but like on a caricature level, like it's right. supposed to be outrageous and just ridiculous. Like that's nobody goes there for subtlety. So when they're doing that to an empty arena. Cringy. I can't watch. I can't do it. I'm not. I can't do it because it's just it's too cringy. It doesn't doesn't work the same. Doesn't. But what I was gonna say is that now moving into the like later parts of the pandemic, what the WWE is doing is that they have so for their televised events, they the the seats that would typically be facing the cameras that are going to show you know the action and you're going to end up being on TV. They've replaced it with monitors where people have caught like are, like the, the the audience is like zoomed in. Oh, isn't the NBA doing that? But then instead of instead of you hearing actual the actual crowd reaction of these zoomed in fans, they just have like stock audience like white noise in the well, background. We were talking and, about it. Wait, and and yesterday Jeffrey sent me this. Jeff sent me two different pictures. He sent me one picture of a de- of somebody who put a picture of a wrestler who killed himself after he, I think, he killed his wife, Chris yes. Benoit. Chris Benoit. Oh, I remember and that. And then a second picture of a <laughs> a clans member <laughs> in like, robe. He was in his robe. Here. He was in his robe, and you see him. I mean, how it, else would you know he was a clan member? Because he, well, he didn't have a hood on. Yeah. He didn't have a hood on, but he did have his robe. But to that I say, if the WWE can make that kind of effort for their performances, the RNC has money for this shit, is what I'm trying to say. Like, ironically, ironically, be- that guy in a clan's outfit would be putting double duty, because he would also be would, the guy yeah, I would at the RNC. You could probably just lift that whole wrestling audience and put them into the RNC, <laughs> and it, it would be just the same. Some of us are are not that no no we but, were having a conversation but we the were guy- talking about it at work this morning about the speech and <laughs> and somebody was like do you think that she had like the ear monitor in and they were just like playing crowd sounds to like get her hyped up and she that's why like they or they were blasting loud music so she couldn't hear herself and that's what she like was Leonard, like Leonard Skinner I, yeah. I was hoping Freebird and she's just going crazy I'm, she's I'm, like I'm, just, just screaming over the Freebird guitar solo I'm telling you I'm, I'm hoping that that's the because that would be the only logical like either she has a prompter on all caps or she has uh fucking the rocky theme song just jamming in her ear and she's like i'm gonna fucking kill this shit this is like so fucking this shit right she's here. a deranged evita when she's, she's like getting to the evita. end and she's like and the the best is yet to come and she's like really hyping it up and then you hear like fucking dead cricket silence yeah that was just the meaning it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. yeah, you literally do not need to. There is nobody in front of you. Like you do not. Do you think that maybe they had a virtual background that she was looking at where she saw a crowd? It would be stupid of them. It, it's not in. It's not in the in the in the brand of the RNC to shy away from people paying attention to them. That's so I, I think if they would have planned, like they would have had a camera behind her showing the crowd, but they couldn't even put like audio like i i could buy that shit for like online right now like they, they could have done a not that i you know 
I'm not trying to help them or anything. It's, I'm just saying, like, just to make it a little no, less. There's, like, minimal oh, effort involved in making this a little bit. <sighs> so I have a theory about her. So you know that she used to be married to Gavin Newsom, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is, but you kept saying that in the chat, so I just went with it. Gavin, he's, he's Gavin Newsom, is the, he's the current governor of California. Okay. Um, who has gained a lot of notoriety recently because he's he's liberal and he's very Cuomo type in the sense that like he shut down the state and he like you know was kind of in his ex wife yeah like he, fucking mind right well. Their marriage could you imagine ended. the sim- could you imagine the sympathy sex he's getting right now? Well, hold on, because the he their marriage ended because he cheated on her. So, Damn it. yeah, no. Um, so I have a theory that she's aligning herself with the Republicans and she's dating Don Jr. as like her version of get like getting back at him like her revenge is to just you couldn't pay me to be that petty the the revenge fuck (laughs) if that is the case if that is the case then she is the queen of petty and I respect a petty bitch there's zero dollars amount I respect that level of petty no that's that's revenge fuck to the umpteenth level like you can't Mary would you do it yeah yeah yeah, I think I mean, I'm that petty. But here's, I might, but, here's I might. The, but here's the thing though. Here's the thing. First of all, like there's no is like what's the female equivalent? Like what's like would I fuck Ivanka for a, a, a revenge fuck? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. No, Kelly Conway. No, Kelly but Kelly Conway is like a thousand Kelly years and- old. Kellyanne Conway is a thousand years Don? old. Don Jr. Don Jr. physically Hold on, hold on. Don Jr. physically is not disgusting, dude. He's not a good he's not a bad looking guy. And he's not a thousand years old. So he's just he's just like gross on the inside. So like you know that he's a garbage human, but like he's not a bad look. You're right. It's not Eric. Eric is fucking horrid. I don't think that guy's horrid either. He's just not the better looking one, of course, but he's not. Bro, Eric looks just like his dad and not in a good way. Oh, well, you can't say that about that dad and mean it in a good way. <laughs> well, that's true, but Eric looks just like his dad. I don't know. Oh my god! Uh, uh, See, like you... at least Don Junior is like somewhat like if he had a lobotomy, like maybe he could be somewhat salvageable. But but Eric is a lost cause. Yeah, yeah, I would totally do that revenge. This isn't like a tour. choose your player thing. We have to choose for you, Kelly and Conway. Yes or no? But that n- yeah. no, no. No. No, but it has to be someone at <laughs> least decent, though. I, yeah, I kind of, but that's you know, okay. He's never, a, she's a thousand years old, guys. She's a thousand years old. Do you guys want? Do you want to talk about Kellyanne Conway and her drama? She retired, right? Or she quit? Or the fuck? She's leaving the White House. You know why? Well, she says to stay. Fa- that's she, not that old. But she looks a thousand. She does. She does oh, not yeah, look okay. well. Because J Lo's fifty two. <laughs> 51. Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, but that's a really outrageous benchmark to put on 50. Yeah, she's like the only 51-year-old that looks like No, Halle Berry's also... Uh... Okay, but you're talking about people <laughs> that are, like, rich. <laughs> Kellyanne Conway is not a poor person. Kellyanne Conway, is, she right. is not broke. Yeah. She's not going through the right. unemployment website going, like, this shit is still not working, huh? She's not doing that shit. She's yeah. fine. Fair, yeah. fair point. You're in queue for you're in queue to be talked to in three hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kellyanne Conway, gotta go. Love, so she quit, and her husband. She quit, and her husband. Her husband, who has yeah. been 
super vocal um, about uh, get about hating uh, the uh, the guy in office. I don't even like saying. Well, he's name. one of the founders of the Lincoln Project, and the Lincoln Project is the Never Trumper Republicans. So they they're they are Republicans that are you know fiscally conservative and whatever that do not agree with. Yeah, they're just called regular. They're called like actual Republicans, as opposed like to fucking human, sheep. Human yeah. yeah, just actual Republicans that are not right. sheep and fucking all of a sudden flip flop into believing like fucking Ted Cruz. All of a sudden, you know. Ugh. Right. Anyways, yes, regular Republicans, regular human beings that are not dipshits. So he right. he quit too, right? Yeah. So he quit, and what was the reason he gave to quit? The same shit, the same reason? So to he gave the family? same reason they had to focus on their family, but if you don't know who Claudia Conway is... Her daughter. Um, their daughter, who is a rising star on TikTok, who frequently just, like, outs how toxic they are as parents and how, like, verbally and emotionally abusive they are. And she's also very on the left, very opposite of them. She she tweeted like last week I want to say that she was like, my dad is still full of shit, so stop standing him. Stop standing so, him. Yeah. I don't know what standing. You don't know what it means to stand somebody. No, no I'm I'm a boomer, apparently. And you are a little bit of a boomer. I don't. Missy, would you like to define standing? I mean, no, in context, in laugh. context, it, I would assume it means that you're standing up for the guy. In context, that's what. Yeah, that you, yeah, that you're supportive that you're, of, you're, or you're vouching yeah. for the guy, right? Right, you're supportive of, you know, whatever you appreciate this person, or yeah, yeah. Again, I got it from context, um, but I was like, that's a weird fucking way to say this. According to uh, Urban Dictionary, which obviously that's where you get all your knowledge information. Stan means uh, wait, where is it? Oh, you know what it's based off of? Eminem's uh, song, Stan. Look at that. You remember? That I did not know. Wait, so it's Stan, not Stand? Stan. No. S-T-A-N. S-T-A-N. So that's like to be a fan of. Right, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Correct. Oh, okay. Because I, I thought it was Stan, like standing up for the guy, vouching for the guy. No, it's Stan. No, Stan. No, no, no. Oh, okay. That's you see, but that's like that, the moment she mentioned Eminem, I'm like, no, no, that's a, I know that. That's that's part of my generation. That's, that's <laughs> that was the music that oh, yeah. I grew up with. I can't wait for another thirty years to come by where Eminem is played on the oldie station. I can't fucking wait. I mean, it's gonna be fantastic. Where it's gonna be, it's gonna be like a bad fucking day. Dude, it, it's, it's already sad that like Blink One Eighty Two is played on one hundred five nine, yeah. and um, and like Nirvana and you know, and you know, so, you know, so, I, I want to you know, put my head through a wall. It's funny because people, uh, um, people get mad at the station. They've like at least like two years ago when I was still going into the station, and they started playing Blink One Eighty Two, and they started playing these people, yeah. <laughs> like listeners. Like that, they were like, "This is not classic rock," and da da da, and they're like, "All the stuff it is. that." But it's been out for more than twenty years, and that's what the that's what Paul would have. Like he would reply to these yeah. tweets. He's like, "We can't just keep playing fucking Leonard Skinner and the Beatles. It doesn't fucking work that way." It's like things evolve, music yeah. evolves and changes, and these this is now fucking this is not this is now oldies. Blink One Eighty Two is now an oldie shit, and I remember. Uh, I don't remember if it was Blink-182, but I, it was, I think it was Linkin Park or some shit. And I was like, that sounds about right, though. I mean, right on par. But in yeah, another 30 years, I when you hear first... wet-ass pussy, oh, that's going to be amazing, though. 
It's going to be a whap, whap, whap. That's a nice transition <laughs> as we are living in a post-whap world. Well, I know, but it's the transition kind of takes a back seat when you point out the, how great the transition was. Could have just left it at the wow. transition. But WAP is getting a, a bad rap. <laughs> I I can't deal with it. Uh, because what do you mean? Like, you don't like I the song? I know. I love the song. I listen to oh. it at least twice a day. I haven't heard the song yet. Whoa. Swear to God, I haven't heard the song yet. I've heard. I've only heard the nine seconds that's played on Face Swap, Face that Face Lift app, whatever the shit that yeah. puts your face in in different. And I've only heard the nine seconds. Of, I I haven't heard the song yet. I'm like, it's I'm like I don't well, fucking need to go listen to it. I wouldn't listen to it on the radio because I actually heard it on Power ninety six the other day, and like half the second verse is silent because you well, just. Even though the video is awesome, it's also like the clean version of the song. So well, because if you if you look for the official one, yeah, but you you look for the explicit version of the video, it's out there. But so, what, so what, apparently, so I read the up, clean version is wet and wet and gushy. Wet and gushy, which at that sound, I think is worse. That sounds. <laughs> look, I did a show. I did a show like three weeks ago. It was outside. It was at Sunset Place. And it was outside. And because it was outside, it had to be PG-13. Like, they were like, hey, you got to keep it PG-13. I'm like, all right, fine. And I have no problems. I've done clean shows every day of my life for the last five years, every week of my life for the last five years. So I got to it, and I started doing, you know, in the beginning, I was just talking. And I told the audience. I'm one of those people where I'm like, there's an elephant in the room. Let's fucking talk about the elephant in the room. I'm like, this is going to be dumb for me to pretend like everything's normal. So I I talk about the pandemic and I talk about this as a PG-13 show. Like I I can't be as dirty as I want to be. I can't be that. And they said, oh, just say vagina. And then I had to go into this whole thing about how sometimes a scientific word is dirtier than it's it's dirtier than like the and then then the you know the 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 lingo and that like it's just and i gave the example i go look if i we could all admit like if i said like finger blasting right like i go i finger blasted a chick and i was like yes is it is it graphic okay fine it's graphic but it's not like oh my god it's not the end of the world you just go okay finger blasting whatever I go, but if I go, if I go up to you and I tell you, hey man, I phalanged a girl, you'd be like, what the? F- Excuse me, sir. I've never heard it referred to as phalange to somebody. Well, because <laughs> the scientific name for fingers is phalanges. Right, it's phalanges. Yeah. So you can't like, so that's that's literally the thing. So you, oh, I phalanged the hell out of this chick. Like, bro, hey, take it easy, bro. What's wrong with you? So I made this whole thing up on the spot about how phalanging, and then I made it like I did a callback like five minutes later, and I go, you know what? From now on. Whenever I want to say the F word, I'm just going to say phalange. And phalange, it's not, I'm just saying we all know what the phalange that means. And it just took off. And like my whole set was a riddled with phalange this, phalange that. And then every time I wanted to say fuck, because I couldn't, I said phalange. And if it, it worked, if phalange worked. <laughs> and I think, so, so going back to Gushy, heard- going back to Gushy, that sounds worse than pussy. Worse. It just sounds worse. I, I kind of agree with you. And by worse, I mean better. So do you not know any of the lyrics to watch? I know wet ass, I know really- wet ass pussy and I know, the, I, know, I know the mop and bucket because this, this douchebag tweeted that his wife doesn't get wet. That guy, I forgot right. who the guy was. Who's that guy? Oh, I can't remember his name right he, now. He's like a right wing conservative. He's super yeah, young. Yeah, no, I know, I know exactly who he super is. Young. You shared I, a story on the chat. I read that story. I did. I just I'm spacing on the guy's uh, name right now. So you haven't like 
experience I have the it, lyrical it, prose. I have it. Is, but here's the thing. May like, I give you a sampling? Sure. And here's the thing. Before you get to that, again, because I'm old and I am from a generation of... Uh, um, uh, put it in your mouth and my neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack. You're like all yep. these, all these songs that when I, you know, fucking pop that pussy, like, bro, that was, I was jamming to that song. I mean, granted, I was 10 years old, I wasn't supposed to be jamming to that song, but I had older brothers. No, and but I was, we were. I was jamming to pop that pussy, like, like, so again, like, none of this. So when the song came out, I first heard about the song because of the controversy of it. And I was like, yeah. what's the controversy? Oh, it stands for wet ass pussy. And I'm like, and I just literally just gave it the stripper waiver. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm I was a, like, did we forget yeah, about I'm a grown Trina ass. And, and Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown? Like, Foxy Brown, Brown, Brown and everybody else that like came before, whatever. I mean, I, I congratulate Cardi because this is a huge hit. And I know it's Yo. a huge hit because people keep talking about it, keep posting about it. But I'm just like, Congratulations! I just I'm saying like they're laughing all the way to the bank because it's already gone gold and it'll probably go platinum pretty soon. So yeah, like I, I'm again. I, I, I'm not anti like them. I'm not anti them. I'm anti the critics. I'm. I just give I the agree. stripper wave to the to the critics. You're like, can you believe? It's like it's 2020, dude. Are we still on this shit now? Like, didn't miss it. You sent me a TikTok where there were some kids talking about you talking about uh, WAP is a, is a bad. You, yeah. you talking about that is like, how about you worry about pandemic? How about that for WAP? Yeah. Worry about so pandemic. Bad. And I was like, <laughs> fucking clap it up. Fuck. I read yeah. a tweet that was like this girl told her mom that WAP stands for wine and pizza, and now her mom has like on her Facebook bio like WAP every day. <laughs> <laughs> so give me the sampling give me the sampling i want to know the lyrical okay, i'm sampling. gonna give you my favorite line okay because first of all the song is very tongue-in-cheek it's very funny part of what i really like about cardi's vibe to begin with is that she's in on the joke she always has been i don't think this song is a joke i think she was trying to give her like she, it's not it's not funny it's like it's serious. not funny it's it is but there are really fun <laughs> there's funny parts of the song and i think it's done cleverly like it's in a, whatever so Part, this is my favorite part of the song. <laughs> so, I don't want to spit. I want to gulp. I want to gag. I want to choke. I want you to touch that little dangly thing that swings in the back of my throat. My head game is fire. Punani Dasani. It's going out dry and it's coming out soggy. I write on that thing like the cops is behind me. I spit on his mic as he's trying to sign me. It's poetry, bro. Like, you know, you're talking to the guy who had put it in your mouth as one of his favorite love songs from the 90s. That was literally in my episode of Mount Geekmore of 90s love songs. Yeah. That was my number three was put it in your mouth. No matter how many times Missy tried to fucking deter me from having that song in because we it was and to the listener, if you didn't go if you didn't listen to that episode, go back and listen to the Mount Geekmore episode where we did early nineties love songs and we did love songs that were not breakup songs. That was the only caveat. Right. You couldn't be a breakup song. It had to be an actual love song, not a breakup song. And every song that I that I had on my list was all breakup songs, but they were disguised as love songs until you start reading the lyrics. And I go, oh, fuck. So literally on the air, as we're recording, I'm like, um, what about this one? And they're like, no, that's also a breakup song. I'm like, son I of a bitch. I think you said something like, I will always love you. I'm like, they're, they're bringing up. Like, <laughs> I, think I, I would always love you. And then I did after that, I did the Tony Rich Project. Um and then I was like, oh fuck, these are all oh, breakups. So break these are all breakup songs. You were just missing. I think you just missed like one baby face song, and you would have had like a mountain of, of breakup songs. Of, 
And oh, then, so I said, fuck it, I'll go with song. Put It In Your Mouth. And Missy wanted, Missy was arguing with me. Missy was like, that's not a love song. And there was two Why? other, there was Why two. Why not? Was it really? There were two, yeah, yeah. You were like, no, you can't pick. And then I literally, when I picked it, when I said, fuck it, I'm going with this, you said into the mic, Missy said, I, I tried, guys. I try. I can't. <laughs> you were like, I tried. I can't do it. But it was the funniest thing. And I, yeah, I got to be honest with you. I still have Jamia's wife listen to that. We recorded that song. Like, we recorded that episode, like, probably two years ago. And Jamia's, Jamia's wife listened to that episode. I'm not lying to you. About a month and a half ago, she was texting my wife. And she was like, oh, my God. I'm listening to this episode in the car. And her daughter heard her. Her daughter heard. The, heard and she goes, what do they mean? Put it in your mouth. And she said, um, Goldfish. Goldfish crackers and like, oh, I want goldfish crackers in my mouth. Like that was the conversation that was had by somebody a month and a half ago, which was like a, a year and a half after we recorded the episode. I was fucking great. So what I was gonna say is that for those of you intrigued by the shit show, <laughs> it's episode it's Geek More ninety nine. Mount Geek More ninety nine. Yeah, and it was uh, it was actually twenty nineteen, so last year. What, I thought it was what, what month? Thought, what what month? February 27th. Yeah. I think we did it in honor of Valentine's Day. A year, a, we did. We did it in honor of Valentine's Day, and it was a year and a half ago. I wasn't wrong. We did it a year and a half ago. No. Yeah, I know. I wanted to make sure that no. the, for those, for the handful of people that are interested in hearing this episode, I love that episode. episode. It's number ninety nine. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I always have fun on, on uh, doing the mountains, but I yeah. But that's a, that's but that's what I'm saying. Like we can't like now listening to this. I gotta be honest with you. That's fucking poetry. I mean. It goes in, it the, goes in, dry comes out. What Dasani? What the fuck? That's fucking. I mean, that's Punani Dasani. Oh, I mean, because you want to know, because you want to know why. It's just, I think it's just the thing where you can't fuck <laughs> up. Like you can't fuck up. You can't step out of line and so honestly, just... like out of all the things that could piss off, like you know, the the conservatives. I think uh, WAP is is just not in your top ten. Of that, I but, just you know. Can I just be leave honest? Leave it to you? them to always. They leave it to them to always bring that shit up because you know they are the family values uh, party, so they have to you know take a stand on that. But you know what's funny? They, they haven't talked. I swear to God. I mean, I don't know if this is credit or what, but I haven't heard an actual, an actual Republican as far as a politician. Let me rephrase that. I haven't heard a Republican politician. There was in, one we, in, um, in three and a half House years. Candidate James Bradley made a, went on a whole rant about WAP. No, no, so we're not, wait, wait, wait. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying I haven't heard a single Republican ca uh, or, um, a politician scream about uh, family values in three and a half years, which is, I don't know why three and a half years. Like, why is that? Had, did something happen three and a half years ago where they can no longer talk about family um, values? That's weird. Um, but here, when, here's what made me laugh. I have a personal friend of mine that I knew that I went to high school with, right? She's a super nice girl, super nice lady. Uh, she has two kids uh, that I've never met, but I've seen them on Instagram. They're beautiful kids and blah, blah, blah. And, and she had her kids on this with this banner of like this douchebag 2020 and she says i'm voting for this guy to for, to protect family values like she put that on her instagram and i was like i don't even oh, know oh you mean I, the guy that's been married three times and has three different baby moms that's what i'm saying i'm like, ah, I'm, like baby moms? I'm like i don't i don't know what like, the guy who got impeached and marco rubio said just because somebody gets impeached doesn't mean they should be at, um uh, put out of office and I think I remember around 96, 97 there was uh, some incident with an intern giving a blowjob 
to the, consensually, the president of the country. Consensually. And they wanted and they wanted to get him fired, but I mean but but all the shit that like they actually had I just think it's funny. So can I just go back to this thing? So um what I think is funny about uh the Dasani waterline. Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, that's a douche's name. So what that's I think is guy. funny about the uh Dasani water uh, that line is immediately it made me think you, I was just hearing it right now for the first time you say it Stephanie and it immediately made me think of that dude from the fire festival where he was like we need you to get the water oh my god that Evian water Andy <laughs> Andy King we need you to get the water like what, what what would you do for no, this water well you stuck his dick to get the water out of custom <laughs> and he said and he said he would. He said, "Let me get some. Let me get my chopstick." I'm like, "Damn, bro! What a fucking professional, bro! What a take one. I mean, that's not really taking one for the team. That's like saying, "Hey, would you fuck it?" That is the definition of taking one for the team. Is it? Look, if you're if it's a straight guy. And you're asking a straight guy, would you suck a dick to get the bottle? Like, that's taking one for the team. But asking a gay guy to suck a dick, that's like asking that's like asking me, hey, would you fuck this chick to get fucking millions of dollars? Or like, all right. Not yeah, every I mean, gay guy know, wants to suck every I'm not guy's saying, dick. I'm not saying it's, you want to. I'm saying the fact that you're willing to is not exactly taking one for the team. Ask me right now if I'd fuck Kellyanne Conway for a million dollars. I'd be like, oh, okay, fine. Like, I'm not, again, that's not really taking one for the team. That's just the fucking, just I, fucking a chick I don't want to fuck for a million dollars. That's not really exactly taking one for the team is all I'm saying. You're, I'm, never did I mean to imply that every gay guy wants to suck every guy's dick. That's not what I'm meaning. Well, I'm saying it's not a stretch. I would just like to know that in the food chain, I'm the one that eats you. If he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder. <laughs> Additionally. Am I a bottom you feeder? You can't <laughs> She goes additionally. That's not part of the song, by the way. That's not part of the song. Oh, man. I for sure thought that she said additionally. like, (laughs) And then she ends it with furthermore. And then she Furthermore. Furthermore. You can't hurt my feelings, but I like pain. If you fuck me and ask who is it, when I ride my dick, I'm going to spell my name. (sighs) Well, I'll turn on. So it worked. That shit worked. I mean, good for her, man. I think it's poetry. I'm here for it. I love the song. I've listened to it several times a day since it came out. Since it's since great. it's not on the Hamilton soundtrack, I have not heard it recently, so I don't <laughs> understand. Well, maybe you should like move on with no. your life. No, Neri is he's in 2015. Leave him alone. I, he's okay. going through the journey. I don't think it's 2015. Well, I don't. I don't right around the corner. So I, I don't understand how Missy keeps saying, "Oh, that's from 2015." We're like, "Yeah, but the movie just came out a month ago, so I'm not really that late. I'm with the movie. It's not my fault. The movie came out five years after the it, the, the play debut. Has been out for five years sure sure That's but the movie just came out so it's like saying the book the lord of the ring it's you, like saying, hold on interested hold, hold in on. it before the movie hold though. on exactly my point hold on because of the movie that's like saying the book lord of the rings has been out for hundreds of years i'm like i don't give a fuck about it a has. book it had out for hundreds of years but, but for a good amount of time yeah it's like it's been out for 90 years like it's like say the lord of the rings books has been out for 90 years i'm giving giving a number i don't know how long exactly and uh my response would be like yeah but who gives a fuck about lord of the rings until the movie came like I'm not fucking reading the book. Like you can't look at the people. No, people cared about that book. People I understand. People cared. cared I understand. People cared about the book. I'm saying the when the movie came out and you see a dude with a Lord of the Rings T-shirt on, you can't be like, oh, dude, go on, get with it. That was 90 years ago. Like, no, bitch, the fucking movie just came out. Like, how am I? Like, that's you can't judge somebody's fandom because a movie just came out based just because the source material was out longer. It's all I'm saying. Nobody is judging your y- fandom. Yes. Okay. First of all, you, my wife. Uh, 
yeah no that's it that's the list but that's it that's a, enough people in my life to judge me I definitely have not judged you at one second of you literally life. just said Lord it's been five it's been off yeah ago. you literally just told me uh missy it's been out uh, Neri's uh, 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 on a five-year kick he's still listening to shit that came out five years ago that's judging because that that wasn't judging bro it's, you're so sensitive about this shit it's like i what i've been trying to say for the past 12 minutes is that where you just you just watched the movie and became a fan now because of the movie for those people that have been like salivating at the mouth over over the musical, it's been five years. That's all I'm fucking trying to say. And so I, it's not nothing I about like you're lesser you. than you're lesser. No, than I no and that I didn't. I never thought you said that. I never I never thought you felt that way. That I'm lesser than. I'm just saying that you you the immigrants. They get the job done, sir. They do. They legitimately do. And I watched. I, <laughs> so I made that my ringtone. I made that song my ringtone. <laughs> the fucking Yorktown. It sounds good. The other day he said, call me. I'm like, what the fuck for? And, and, do you know that he call. called me? Do you know that he called me like two weeks ago? Last week or two weeks ago? And I almost didn't pick up the phone because who the fuck calls anybody anymore? <laughs> the same and people that I have you on my speed dial. I have you on my speed dial. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, is it weird that I'm calling you? He asked me, he goes, is it weird that I'm calling you? And I'm like, yeah, because I don't, if it's not work related, I don't, I literally don't speak to anybody on the phone. He had me on the phone for like 25 minutes and it was the longest conversation I had with somebody. First of all, first of all, first of all of she work. said the phrase she he had me on the phone like if I had you captive like if I kidnapped you like she, <laughs> he had me on the phone for 20 minutes and like you mean we had a 20 minute long conversation like it was consensual. Yeah. I wasn't holding you against your will. You made it seem as if like he fucking had me pinned down to the floor and would not shut the fuck up and I had to respond. It was the longest non-work related conversation I've had in years. That's usually what they say about me. He could go on forever. So That's not what I said. But. <laughs> um, so I wanted to bring something up because I wasn't allowed to talk about it because Neri told me to keep my mouth shut until I we recorded. Don't we have an outline? It's a list. But I wanted to bring up something because I, I have But is it on the outline? Oh boy. Yeah. I'm kidding. Um, okay, so recently I made the comment to to Mary that I'm not I'm not standing or I'm not a, a quite as big a, an Ellen DeGeneres fan. Oh, like I was your, recently. Your words like, exactly were I'm no longer a fan, and I was like, okay, Damn. go ahead. Okay. Um. So anyway. When I said that, he's like, duh, 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 don't say shit to record because he wanted to get it on a podcast. So for those that don't know what's happening, wait for those he's taking for, a couple. Of, wait, wait for those who didn't know, Missy was a diehard right? Her dream board, multiple years vision board. vision board. I'm sorry, thank you, Stephanie. Her vision board, multiple years were to be on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Like that was while uh, Melissa McCarthy was a guest. While Melissa McCarthy was a guest, well, and then Melissa entire, McCarthy would, I give, would offer dream? her a job. So you now, know, well, thank you for speaking <laughs> for me. I love when that happens. You're welcome. So, I'm just giving a backstory um, to how much of a fan you were. That's what I'm just. I'm I doing. was trying to do it myself, but thank you. I appreciate um, the the commentary. So 
Um, Ellen has taken a couple of bumps this summer. <laughs> and Putting it mildly. And for me personally, because the big controversy came a couple of months ago through BuzzFeed. But for me, I literally like stopped recording her stuff, unfollowed her on social media. I didn't, I stopped paying attention to whatever the fuck was going on with her because um, when the pandemic hit, and uh, she started doing the show from her house um, because of all the restrictions and, you know, Hollywood basically shut down. Um, her staff that wasn't like her people that were personal close friends of her, they ended up having going weeks on end without getting paid because the studio wasn't going to pay them if they weren't working. And I'm summarizing the shit out of the story, but that's essentially what happened. And she didn't do shit about it. And that really was really the thing to, for me that I was like, no, like I, I can't support that because so Trevor Noah was in the same situation where he started recording from his house. He paid his staff. He doesn't have Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, out of pocket. I think Jimmy Kimmel, I think Jimmy Kimmel um, did the same thing. Multiple people have done that. And in my brain, in my my fandom brain and i write hard for people that like that i admire i it just doesn't happen that i don't become i un i unfan somebody that i i really like but for me it's like if you have ellen degeneres money and you're choosing you're constantly choosing to leave these people out of work and and like you're fucking with their livelihood when you can step in and help and all of that shit's gonna be tax deductible anyway and your fucking brand is kindness and peace on earth and all this shit and, and giving you can't take care and you can't take care of your own house then i don't give a fuck who you are i'm not i, I can't respect that so i stopped that was like back april may that i was like i'm out then the summer they there was a buzzfeed article that came out where a lot of of her staff uh her staff started coming forward anonymously complaining about a toxic work environment to such an extent that Warner Brothers conducted a workplace investigation. It's a super HR term, but it's true. And essentially, they found that it was a toxic work environment, that there were three executive producers who um, made disparaging comments about towards um, staff members, uh, you know, threatening them, all the shit that anything that you could imagine in a toxic work environment. That if you don't and, like working here, you could get the fuck out because there's plenty of people that would love to have this job, that would love to kill this job. That's the one comment that I was like, Jesus there's Christ, also, guys. There's also an allegation where one of the executive producers who's gay would like sexually harass the staff members. And so, and it, the allegations were extensive. And um, they ended up getting you know, fired or whatever. Like, basically, they got fired, but they worded it in a different way. And so she's they parted ways. Fucking... They, they parted ways. Yeah, they parted ways. <laughs> yeah, they parted ways. Um, and it always reminds me of like, remember when Ted? They told Ted to like make to go to the floor and design something where people got fired and like you know the transition well and all this shit. It's like you're getting fired. Like that's what happened. Um, so. So yeah, so I can't, and it's not. I I I'm glad, honestly, I'm glad that for the sake of her show, because I there was talk at some point when the the workplace investigation was happening and like the 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 controversy was peaking, there was talk that she might that they, she might get canceled. 
one of the things that pissed me off in watching this from a distance was that celebrities started coming forward to vouch for her. And it's like, you can't, as a, like, your experience as a celebrity going to the Ellen DeGeneres show is not the same as some kid who's just graduated and is, like, working as, as an associate, mm-hmm. as an associate producer. Like, it's not the same experience. So, yeah. Kevin Hart. Well, and even Jane at Perry. that, there's a, there's a few celebrities that spoke out against her, saying that she is mean. And a lot of this started unraveling earlier this year, like the slow trickle, like the beginning of the end of this was that Dakota Johnson interview. You remember that? that? Yeah, we talked about so it on the podcast. The, the, so did. that was, but that was more of a PR hit than really. That, that was more, I think, in my opinion, like an awkward situation and. and if you're a fan of the show and you watch, like, sometimes it gets awkward and she, whatever, she rolls with it. That was a particularly awkward situation. I don't understand why they didn't just cut that part of the interview out. They could have, but they didn't. So I don't know why they left it in there. Um, but yeah, towards, towards the peak of this, of the controversy with the toxic work environment where Warner Brothers Studios got involved and they did a whole, you know, they did all, the whole process of that, which is in itself very like HR. That's more of a, that's a hundred percent an HR thing. Like it's not, and that's one of the things that I was, that I was pissed about when the celebrities were like, she's great. Like, and it's like, she can be great, but this isn't a thing about her image. This is a workplace situation this is people that are making regular like you know meet like uh, average salaries for california and and have families and this is their livelihood that experience is not the same as you katie perry or you kevin hart going into the green room and like and like having you know visiting the show it's completely different so that shit pissed me off, but like that makes sense because Hollywood is gonna vouch for Hollywood if you want to get you know if you want to stay in Hollywood. So that made sense to me. But to me, I think that it's just also know, also to be- it's got to be tough, man. If that's your friend, you know what I mean. Like your friend's going through this shit. Like it's got to be tough that you don't like. I I get what you're saying, and I I'm totally with you. You know, it's it's it, it, they have a different experience. They're like they they can't vouch for work place environment they can't because they don't fucking work there kevin hart going into the group you're absolutely right like everything you said is like a thousand and ten percent correct i i'm just looking at it from the perspective of if if you're my friend and you're going through some pr shit right now like as a friend you back them up right you'd be like oh i love you know missy you're like yeah but you don't work for missy you don't fucking know missy's fucking I mean, you don't know yes, missy's offices you know but think of it in terms of like when you know your friends fuck up like you know what i mean like I, think- I definitely have been in situations where my friends do shitty things and I'm not, and this is, I'm just speaking for myself, but I've been in situations where my friends do shitty things and I'm not the type of friend that's like blindly supporting somebody just because they're my friend. I think, again, my opinion, part of being a good friend is calling people out on their shit. Like when you tell them like this, like when you, there's like a, there's things that are clearly wrong and clearly right. And when you're doing something that's clearly wrong, like I, but again, but again, we're talking about two different things here because, uh, Kevin Hart, uh, was talking about how nice Ellen was, which was not in question. The question was the workforce and the work environment at Ellen's place of business it wasn't again it's like two separate issues uh because but that's that's, as a friend you got as a friend you gotta you gotta defend your friends and be like wait if your friend's getting attacked in the pr level you gotta go like oh she's a nice person and like well yeah nobody's debating that kevin nobody's debating that she's a nice person 
you know, you're just. But I, but I would my 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 thing, and, and I agree with you. I'm all, I'm all about that, but I also think that like the way that you and me and Steph would handle a friend a friend going through a hard time, like those quote unquote rules, they're not the same rules for celebrities. No, they're not. So, so so if you want, if you're Kevin Hart or you're Katy Perry and you want to support your friend. You should support her. Absolutely. But why is it necessary to tweet and be public about it? Because the, the, like, if your intention is to support your friend who's going through a hard time, then it's like people who take pictures of their, of their food and like put it on Instagram and they're like, or like, you know, like, I just did that today. (laughs) I didn't see, but you know, but, or like, there's traps where it's like, it's a clearly a thirst trap, and the caption's like, "New haircut." It's like, "No, bitch, we know what you're doing. Shut the fuck up." So, for me personally, new haircut. It's just I, all I see is an ass in your picture. Why are you just showing me your ass if it's a new haircut? So that's <laughs> those are so my that's favorite. What I'm saying is that that was that was my that was my gripe with that, and and I and 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 I I hope that she can turn like those EPs left. She had a huge meeting with the 200 plus um, staff members of her show virtually last week and where she talked to them one-on-one and expressed how sorry she was. She apparently Wait, had one no on idea one about it. Or she did a mass 200 Like call. virtually, yeah, like a, a meeting, like a, a virtual meeting. But it was all 200 or was it one person at a time? That'd be fucking crazy. I don't 200. know. I don't know. No, I don't think it was one person at a time, but I think it was like a mass number at a time. I'm right, not sure. Right, right, right. But, um, but she addressed the staff directly. She apologized for their experience. She explained that because the other thing, the other hit that came was that a lot of people, again, on Twitter were confirming that she's an awful person to deal with personally on a personal level. And a lot of people were confirming that. So what she did was, and I kind of understand that because she's, she says that she's an introvert. And a lot of times I think an entertainers, because they're professionally entertaining you you automatically think that they they have the the bandwidth to be available to people on that level like 20%. at all times right correct and a lot of times it's like a, similar to a conversation i had with mary a couple weeks ago where i i i was on a like uh jim carrey has a new book out and he did like a virtual zoom thing and they asked him like what is your favorite movie to watch? Like your comfort movie. What is your go-to favorite movie? Where And the person was like, mine is Ace Ventura. So I'm just curious what yours is. And he goes, The Godfather. And I was like, that's a really off-the-cuff answer for somebody who is a comedian, like known his entire career. Well, not his entire career, but most of his career is based off of comedy. So it's it's off-putting to say, and I guess I would, I understand why it's hard for people to understand that an entertainer is an introvert, but it happens. And oh, a, lot of, a lot of times. Sometimes, sometimes that miscommunication comes off as cold-blooded because that happens to me. I can be around my friends, but then I need, I need to be like, leave me the fuck alone. And that's going to be like, oh, she's going through something. No, it's just, I need, like, I need my time too. So I would, I would as much as I as I love being around my friends and I love the people that love me, I would say that I'm an introvert 100%. And that could, could come off bitchy because I'm not going to come up to you and talk to you. Like, if I don't have that thing, that chifa. So, so I get it. And I, and I hope for her, for, for not just for her, because, you know, she's, she's really 
Ellen. Like, if she were to lose the show or walk away from the show, it would be, be a bit, it would be sad. But she's going to be fine. I would hope for the sake of the people that are employed and, like, make regular salaries that this shit turns around for them because this is a fucking job that, you know, their livelihood. And so I'm hoping on that on that end that it turns around. But, yeah, I, I can't. And all of that would have would have been hard to, like, watch as a fan. But she personally lost me when she was outright denying, like, food on the table to her staff when you have fucking Ellen money. Like, I don't understand that. And I don't get how you could have that capacity to ha- to help somebody and you consciously choose not to. So that is a quick way to get me, like, to, to just not give a shit anymore. Dude, and she, she could have got, got Walmart to give fucking gift cards to her fucking, to her staff. She's gone Walmart to I know, I know. For, for for dozens and dozens of college tuitions all four yeah. years. She could have she she, she could have given she could have given like five hundred dollar gift cards to each like five hundred dollar Walmart gift cards to each of her two hundred employees. That I mean She could have done a thousand things. And the thing is that the way that it works in the Hollywood industry is that they're contracts. They're not employees like I have a job and I know that I have a job until either I leave or they fire me. And that's that's my reality. But Hollywood doesn't work that way. Ninety percent of Hollywood is contract, and it's year yes, to it's, year it's contract, kind it's of, like a season it's, to season contract. It's kind of like uh, if you are an entertainer on I don't know, like let's say a cruise ship, and then the entire cruise industry right. stops and halts. And even though you had contracts right. based upon the rest of the year, they were like, mm, "Well, we're not really sailing anymore, so we're going to go ahead and stop paying you." Right, so. Right. We I mean, I just imagine. I can't even. I can't even imagine if something happened like that. I can't even imagine. Yeah. We should what would get somebody be. on the podcast that can share that experience. I don't know who. Oh, who would we be able to find? That'd be crazy. Um, all I'm saying oh, yeah. is, so pay me, whole, Ellen. Give me some money, Ellen. Is all I'm saying. I'm fine. I would. Um, and you know, the the three P's that were that were you know accused and found to be true, like that the, the all allegations true, they left or whatever. So she's replaced them. She made Twitch, who's like, for those of you that are were were fans of her, like he was the her her buddy, her sidekick, and now he's like an associate executive producer, which is good for him. Like that gives more. You know, he's he's been in the front line, so I. I that gives more again that gives more validity yes it gives more validity (laughs) and i think that just for the sake of the employees Uh, who are like regular people that i hope that it turns around but me personally like running around warner brothers like pissed that i can't sit in the show that's over for me because i you lose my respect in in a second when you could feed somebody and you choose fucking not to like that i don't understand that so yeah, Preach. that's what you missed on Glee. That's that was on the list <laughs> last week on Glee. Yeah, she she was very 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 like we're gonna talk about it right now. Uh, but yeah, uh, so there's a lot of shit going on in the news. We're gonna try to keep uh doing uh be more active on the on the Woobro front. I know Geekmore hasn't really let up, but uh, Woobro, we're gonna keep that more active. Um, what was that? What else was there? The there was uh, the Brito Apple. The what? Brito Apple was from 2017, and for some reason went viral because that shit. Oh, happened. was it? Yeah, Romero Brito put out a statement like the next day and was like, "This happened in 2017." 
Yeah, um, the burrito apple. That's right. That's where it was. That lady slamming the fucking. We also. Which makes sense because there was a fucking massive line and nobody was wearing a mask. And I was like, "What the fuck, man? Like, like can we all like I literally, that video dropped and I was like, can we all talk about how this nobody's wearing a fucking mask? Yeah. I didn't know it was 2017. That makes yeah, way more sense. 2018. It was already. It was a couple years ago. We have not talked about the DNC. We talked a lot about the RNC. I feel like we should talk about the DNC. Well, the DNC is not really exciting because uh, PolitiFact, uh, PolitoFact, is that what it is? Ka- Kamala Harris being nominated as the vice president. Was it? Is it PolitoFact? Is, is that the name? Is that the name? No, I don't like her. PolitoFact, right? We're talking about Polito. Is that the name of the company? The name of the people that that, that political? Political. Politico Thank you. Is a, Thank is a you. Publication. Thank you. Political put out a, a publication. This was the joke that I was getting to that I got cut off. Uh, polit- it, a DNC is not exciting because Political released numbers after the first night of the uh, Republican National Convention that they already had more. Uh, what is it? They call it, They don't call it lies. They call it uh, misinformation. They've already. There's already been more uh, misinformation oh, yeah. in the first night of the Republican National Convention than all three nights of the Democratic National Convention. Which is the, the joke that I was getting to was the fact that DNC is not exciting because they just tell you know, you know, facts, and they don't lie. So that's I why. Mean, I mean, they we're due lie. for some facts, though. I think. Mm, okay. Yeah. I think I, I didn't watch. I didn't watch I, anything. I, I didn't watch anything of the DNC. So I, I don't know. Either. I watch both of. I don't watch them. I sat and watched the first night of the DNC, and then I just caught like the keynote speeches. I'm usually a pretty. I watch the conventions both sides. I always have, um, just because I like to be informed and I like to hear what happens. But yeah, um, but it's a commercial. It's like a Super Bowl yeah, commercial that's yeah. three hours long. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't believe anything anybody's saying. Yeah. Um. I. But the the keynote speeches are. You know. I usually. Just, <laughs> to the keynote speeches um and they were really good like you know i i i know no, you're not a fan but i like kamala and her speech was great joe biden's speech was really good too um but uh what i did watch last night was which was amazing and i know like when we talk about like talking about c-span is usually not amazing but yesterday was the hearing of the postmaster general and um, oh, he got lit up this, right bro he, he didn't get really lit up. The guy didn't get lit up, which, first of all, to me, he looks like Hank Schrader from Breaking Bad. So I can't take him seriously um, off off that. I also feel like he probably looks like he should be co- coaching college football somewhere in Missouri, but that's a whole separate issue. They all um, look like that. <laughs> right. Um, Stephen Lynch, who's a Republic, he's a, I'm sorry, a, a representative, a Democrat representative from Boston, nailed into him. He spent like six minutes um, just ripping into him and basically told him that the reason that the post office, the only logical conclusion they can come to is um, for the post office being so fucked up is either it's gross incompetence and the guy has no idea what he's doing or that he's doing it on purpose. And he straight up asked him like on the congressional floor, like what the heck is going on? Like what is happening? And it got, it got pretty heated. It got pretty, it was, it was really good. So and what? I really what was his? Because Congress is usually like really boring. So what was his response to Postmaster General? Which it's so. Weird so he didn't really that. like respond to anything right out. Like they, a bunch of the 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 representatives were asking him if he would be able to like produce documents to back up, you know, this thing, or you know, if he could, if he would be, uh, you know, if he could give them a timeline for when he could, for when he could, uh 
expect the the mail sort of the 631 uh, sorting machines back. And he told them that they were, he wasn't putting them back, and they wanted him they wanted him to um, to produce these reports. But he said that he had to check with his representation if he could it, to see if he could produce that report. And like AOC told him, she was like, "You're." we're asking you to do this. You are federally, like you are obligated by federal law to do this. And he just kept like, he didn't really like answer questions directly. Shocking. So what was his reasoning for saying he's not putting the machines back? He said, no, he didn't. He just said, no, we're not putting them back. <laughs> he didn't like, he just said, they no, we're not. They didn't say like, why aren't you going to put them back? He's no, just like, no, no. <laughs> he said, we're not putting them back. Like she like, um, uh, representative Presley asked him, uh, and she straight up told her, no, like, like, you know. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. You don't pay for cable. How? How did you get a C-SPAN? Um, because it's everywhere. It was on YouTube. The whole he- the whole five oh. hour hearing. The whole five hour hearing was on YouTube. Yeah, I forgot about the internet. <laughs> the interwebs. Yeah. How old are you, man? When <laughs> you watch TV on TV, what the fuck? Who does that? <laughs> you have cable. <laughs> Who does that? I have cable. She does. You watch. You watch commercials. Crazy. Oh my god, my kids started. They were at. They were in North Carolina for two weeks, and they came back asking me for all this shit. And I'm like, what are they? What the fuck are they talking about? They came back asking me for book bags and toys oh, and watching, all this shit because yeah, they're watching actual TV. Because my 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 in laws have actual cable. And they're yeah. watching actual TV with commercials, which I still think it's adorable and hilarious that my kids call commercials ads because that's what they are. But mm-hmm. we didn't know that word at fucking five years old. We didn't know no. ad, the word ads. We just thought, oh, those, that's a commercial. Like we didn't <laughs> know. Um, so yeah, nobody. I'll go. I want to watch. I want to watch uh, that dude get you know rip into this. Uh, get ripped into. Send it to the chat. Um, last I, night. I, I saw it. it again, I, saw, I saw wonderful. this morning. I saw the link this morning, but I didn't. I didn't click. I didn't click on it. I didn't it's click on wonderful. it. It's wonderful. And the guy. So the guy, just so that you know, Representative uh, Lynch. He, he was a, the former president of the Iron Workers Union from Boston. So he's he's like, and he's a Boston guy. Like when you think of like how a Boston guy talks and the attitude they carry themselves, he's very much like that. But um, he had a vested interest in this. He's on the House Oversight Committee anyway, and that's who kind of the moment you said that, Stephanie. The moment you said that, like he's a Boston guy. I just I pictured a a politician in a suit talking down to a guy on the floor, right? Because he's questioning him, and he's like, (laughs) and he's like, "We need those machine backs. How you like them apples?" Like that's all I fucking pictured, right? Immediately, the moment you go, he's a Boston guy. I just pictured this dude doing equations at (laughs) MIT, like, huh? How you like them apples? Like, oh my god, take it easy, guy. Um, but his his mother, his aunts, and his sisters are all postal workers. So he was like very much. He says it. He's like, I have a vested interest in this because you're literally affecting the lives of my family member. Yeah. Also, so, he goes also, post- you're affecting the election. But there's whatever that that, that second banana well, to my fucking aunt, mother, and sister. Well, you know. <laughs> He goes through this thing about how, like, during the Civil War, the the mail was still delivered on time. During uh, during World War Two, when when the men were overseas fighting, the the post the mail was still delivered. During nine eleven, like, he goes through all these like historical events where like it was always and it, and this guy has only been postmaster general since June, and so basically in eight weeks, this guy has dismantled the post office. That's hilarious. Well, it's weird because this administration hasn't really been destructive or, like, out of their minds, insane, sociopathic. So I feel like this is an isolated 
incident and it's, be probably, like it's probably just a huge oversight uh, I, like, I like the fact that you cut off I like the fact that if anybody's listening to this episode for the first, like, if anybody's listening to this podcast for the first time, like, this is the first episode, like, they're like, man, they get into politics a lot. Like, no, no, we normally don't. It's just, it's what's happening in the world right now. It's what's happening. Like, this is what... I can't help it. I feel like at this point... It like, really is. I, like, listen, it's, it's... I have a... I studied this stuff in college, and not even when I was in college, and I was, like, balls deep into political science have I ever been this, like, invested in politics. It just, you know what, you know what it is? It, this is the equivalent of, this is when this dude was running, every comedian had that fucking hacky joke where they were like, I, I hope he does win, bro, because it's fucking free material. And every hacky comedian had that fucking joke. Like, I hope he does win because it's going to be, he's just going to constantly, what's uh, what's my new joke going to be? Just open up the newspaper and boom, there's going to be a new, no, more, a new more material. What's a newspaper? Uh, and uh, same thing that the speed dial is. Um, so then uh, I love the fact that this is what it's become now where it's like, People that weren't, I wasn't political three years ago, four years ago. I wasn't political. And then I didn't give a fuck about politics. And it's it takes a fucking ass clown to get an office and totally fuck shit up and say things that are like totally inappropriate for a human being, much less a fucking politician, even less a fucking president to say, you're like, what? This is not like if a guy down the street said this, you'd be like, hey, we should probably fucking get this guy help, right? Like all of a sudden. If the U.S., if the U.S., if this was another country and the U.S. saw what was going on, the U.S. would intervene. Yeah, world police. Wait, honestly, I've had thoughts of in Canada. Canada, are you there? I, England, I can us. you help us? I tried. No, they're still pissed about the Revolutionary War. They're not helping anybody. <laughs> you know that's their right to be pissed. Let I, them feel their feelings. I tried to. Uh, I tried to when I went to visit uh, Australia two years ago. I told Vanessa, I was like, you know, my money could go really far here. Because the cruise ships, the cruise lines still pay in American dollars, but the American dollar goes further in Australia. And I was like, mm-hmm. I could still get paid American U.S. paychecks with fucking, and then, you know what I mean? Like, I, it, I would be immediately making a 25% pay increase immediately just by moving just by moving there. And Vanessa immediately shot me down. And anytime something bad happens where it's like some crazy shit's happening, like where now the U.S. is the fucking uh, epicenter of the of this global pandemic, I look at Vanessa and be like, right, fucking told you we could have been, we could have been somewhere. Like right now, as of this record, as of last week when I talked to, the last time I talked to Mayor Senior, there were six cases of COVID in the entire fucking continent of australia and i was like you see we could have fucking been there but no fucking all of a sudden you want to stay here <laughs> i i realized d- during this whole situation that like people that aren't political or people that say they are political are not being interested in politics is a huge privilege to have because that literally means that you're what's happening is not affecting you and i think that that's that- the definition of privilege is not thinking that something is a problem because it doesn't directly affect you. Right. And I so, think that, that, that the, the climate, the political climate has forced yeah. people's hands to get involved and find out what the hell is going on because it's all joking aside, like this is a very scary thing it to is. watch, especially for people who, here's, here's my perspective, is that I'm a daughter of an immigrant. Seth, you have, uh, you know, Cuban American. Uh, Mary, you're a son of immigrants. And no. You or yourself are I'm immigrant. Are an immigrant. 
And so why do people immigrate to this country? Because things were so shitty in their country that they think that they saw the atrocities that they saw. They came here because the, the American promise was you can do, you can safely chase your dreams and be whoever you want to be. And there, and, and nobody's going to bother you. Like that's oversimplifying, but that, that was the commercial. And now me personally, like seeing things like what, what the administration was doing in Portland, where they were sending like unmarked uh, law enforcement vehicles to arrest people and not explain to them why, or just pick them up from the street and take them to undisclosed locations. Like Pinochet did that shit in Chile. Okay. He did that shit and he, he used to do that in stadiums and like, like 4,000 people never came home. And, and like hundreds of thousands of people were taken and then released, but the trauma is fucking there. Yeah. So when you're watching this shit, and that trauma happens, lasts generations. Generations. So that so that affected my family, and that inevitably affected how they raised me and how I experienced it because I have always had to be political because my father is Cuban and my mother is Chilean. I can't escape this shit. Like this is it's in my blood. So watching things that you yourself have heard your family go through. In, in the land that was promised to you as, you know, chase your dreams and nobody will bother you for being who you are, it's fucking terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. So even if you Terrifying choose- is watching those same people that are like, oh, we left for X, Y, Z reasons, like defend that and say that it's the opposite of what happened to them. It's, it's like, I, I don't understand how the parallels are not... Like my my parents, so my parents, I, I Missy didn't know this about me. Um, I'm actually second generation American. My parents were both born here, but my grandmother, my grandmother thinks that like Jesus Christ gave birth to Donald Trump. So it and 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 I'm like I don't understand. Like your uncles were murdered in front of their mother be, by the Castro regime. So like I don't understand where at some point like you lose the where the, the the disconnect is where you don't see that you don't see how that's like exi- like we're going to, whatever i don't want to get dark pro- but it's just uh it's uh it just depends on how you look at at politics is it a team sport or are you trying to or is it something else because if you're looking at it as a team sport that's the only way i can rationalize people justifying and defending anyone it's who the, yeah, does it's, atrocities. That's the definition that, of party over country. Like that's like that's the dumbest right. shit. Where it's like, yeah, be, like I, I when when people use the phrase team sport, like I, I, this is you know this is not directly directly at you, uh, Missy, because I've heard it uh, a, a bunch of other times. I always think I'm like the team should be America, right? Like that's to be the fucking team. Like I'm not right. trying to no, be a dick, be. and I'm really not trying to be that fucking raw 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 USA number one type of shit. But your team, when speaking of politics and what's going on in that specific country, your team should be that specific country if you are a citizen of country abc and within that abc there's like you know different political views and parties that's all fine and dandy but the team should be fucking abc like it that's all all i'm saying like it's so dumb and and ridiculous to me that people are like you know like i I, again you know i have personal friends who you know i grew up with and for 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 all intents and purposes they're really great people and then to see what they post on social media and all this shit about family values with fucking with uh, make america great again hats and 
and then like this whole long dissertation on their fucking post about why they're voting for this guy because of family values and because I care about my children. It's like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like I, it's I shared, awful. I shared in the chat with you guys just like an hour ago before the recording started. This guy was like, unfollow me if you want, but I have common sense and I'm voting for. Th-. And I'm like, that's the absolute fucking opposite of common sense. This is fucking crazy yeah. to me. And I, it's like I, I feel I like I'm really, taking crazy pills. Yes. I, I agree with you. I really like there are people that I can't look at the same way anymore. I not even I gotta be yes, and, I'm the same way, bro. If it wasn't for this and on top of that, everything that's happened in the last five months with regards to the pandemic has because it has of course it was that was politicized, even though it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been. But it was politicized and, and even people just seeing how people have behaved during the pandemic in my immediate circle, like outside of you guys, like has completely, I can't, I can't think of people that I've been friends with my whole life. Yeah. People I, that I've known my whole life. My, that I just can't, uh, I can't see them. I'm not saying I'm cutting them out, but I'm just saying I can't see them. I don't have the respect I once had for them. I, agree. I cannot see I'm them with, in the same light. I, I can't. I have a group of friends that, um, I haven't, we, we have a, a long going chat on WhatsApp. Like it's been going on for years, you know, on WhatsApp. It used to be an email thread. And, and then when WhatsApp happened, we went over to WhatsApp. And ever since the, um, when the world went on, got on fire, the last episode that we were like that one, all those things were happening in the riots. And, uh, and l- let me rephrase that. And the, do you think this is happening because the, you didn't forward a chain, chain letter? Legit. Like, 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 I don't even think that's why. Cause I forwarded every single one of those and people hated me for that <laughs> shit. Uh, but, because I haven't joined Beachbody yet. <laughs> do you, it could also be because you didn't share the Obi-Wan Jesus on your, on your <laughs> so that all, all of these like um, when the protests started happening and like then these people like these people and I say these people like these are my friends that I've known since middle school like I'm fucking 30 I'll be 39 next week I, I'm a fucking grown ass man and I'm talking about and I've hung out with these same guys since middle school. This isn't like a passing, oh, some guy that I met fucking three years ago, right? Um, but the shit that, but like the that. shit that they would say, I was like, yo, I can't, t- I can't, I don't want to be in this fucking group chat anymore. It's not, it's not about being in a group chat. It's like, I am losing respect for what the fuck. I can't, I'm in disbelief with what is being said right now. And not only that, the fact that you guys think you're right, it's really fucking bothered. It's like it's really sad. And I didn't realize how racist people are. Like low like, key racist. Like a lot of my friends you do the same sort of low. Not, key. not like not low key like that. Like I knew that it was. I don't race. see. Like, I, I don't see color. Around. I'm not one of these people that's ignorant to 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 oh. that racist didn't exist after the civil rights movement. But but I was just like. I, I became very aware of like microaggressions recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like within the last year, and I, I, I can't. Shit, like I if they just li- if they just listened to the police officer, nothing, none of that would have happened. It's like what the that's fuck? Not true, like it's so cra- like cra- that. That to me is like fucking racist, right? That's like low key racist comments to me. Like those are the type of shit that I'm like, what are no, you fucking yeah, talking that's, that's about? The kind of stuff I'm talking about. Like that, I'm like, what are you talking about? And this so. Those are the same people that say things like, "Oh, you got raped. Well, what were you wearing?" Yeah. Those are the same ones. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. So, um, I, I'm sure you ladies know this already. My my wife and I have been trying to get pregnant since January, right? Uh, and 
aside from a bunch of a thousand different things going on in in my head as as far as trying to get pregnant again um we shut in december um in my mind i've always had like the people that i want to be the godfather of my children right the godparents of my children and one of them was is in that chat and he literally again this child isn't conceived or born or whatever but this he literally talked his way out of being the godfather of my child and he doesn't know this it's not like something you know it's not like he was i was like well you were in the running but oh, then he, I to, he received his hogwarts letter and now yeah, you're gonna take it from him yeah like it's not it's not like he was like well, what do you it's not like you're like oh we resend the nomination like it's none of that shit right um but like the shit that he was saying i was just like i i can't like i love this person as a human being so much but the shit that was said to me i can, it's like we've all heard this before right like you can't take back things you say like it's been it's out there right. it's out the moment you say it it's fucking out there now whether somebody chooses to n- not think about it or they choose to forgive you for that that's awesome and that's great and that's fine but the fact remains that it still was said and so now i'm just like i don't go into that i haven't been into that chat in probably two months um it uh it i didn't know when it started. apparently throughout one of the updates whatsapp stopped counting how many unread messages you have where it gets to 999 and then it just adds a plus and that's it used to tell you like four thousand messages and shit like that but i just haven't read it in two months i'm like i'm not going into that fucking chat anymore i'm not going into that thread anymore and like i'll 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 even go as far as to reach out to these people individually about nonsense did you see the heat game did you blah 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 this shit happened oh look at this funny story right. look at this funny story superficial yes but i leave it at like i don't even know i i, I wasn't calling it i wouldn't call it superficial because that's just you know what i call regular conversations but anything that has deep meaning so maybe i maybe i guess it is superficial but i'm just like hey this is a funny story i read or look at this funny post or look at this picture of this hot chick with this fucking her ass out on instagram and and look at this delicious food and like all this shit that we just talked and laugh about this new song and we talked we've talked about wap and all this shit there and i just refuse to go into that chat that's gonna be like anything serious because i'm just like you're not i like what you said stuff i'm like i just don't respect you the same way and it's it's been yeah, it's it been weird. Sad. It so makes me sad, sad because I know so sad. it makes me sad because I know that they're not like inherently bad people. Thank you. Yes. But it's 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 just like there's a, there's a level that I just there's just things I can't look past anymore, and they're, I, I they're don't. Hey, I don't hate them and I don't, you know, wish ill upon them or anything like that. It's just like, I just, if, if forever in my brain, like it, it will be tainted. But they will never be the godfather of my parent or my kid. They will never, <laughs> no. <nope. laughs> and I think it, because it just comes to a certain point in time where, because I think we have, um, we're not having conversations about polit- politics anymore. We argue, we fight with yeah. each other. So that's the temperament that you approach things and so that has escalated political opinions to where they're deal breakers now so where in the past look when i when obama was president and i was and i'm this happens often and 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 it's just been in the past three and a half years that i have more people agreeing with my perspective than i did in the past but the entire eight years that i was on an, an, an outspoken supporter of the Obama, Obama administration. Stan, uh, I got called names all the fucking time. And I got called names like all kinds of shitty ass names because of the way that I, because I did not fit into what the majority of the room was supporting. And so now 
And that wasn't a deal breaker for me. I took that shit in and I had to fucking deal with it. And I had to like, and I was a moment where I would get into Facebook fights and I would do all, I would do everything that everybody, you know, that, that, that is normal of when you're arguing politics. But I got called fucking names and I was outnumbered in my political views forever and a day. And that didn't fucking break any friendship. So what does it say to the climate now, to the state of affairs now, that so many people that that typically would have would have been in polar opposite um, opinions about things are are meeting halfway, and and there's such a degree of of atrocities that it's a fucking deal breaker. It's a deal breaker now if you're gonna outright say shit that is that is because there's a difference like between because there's a difference people. there's a difference between saying I like this uh, I like this administration. Right, like if you said, like when you were talking about Obama, you're like I like I'm a I'm a supporter of Obama. That didn't that never entailed the 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 anti the hate that this administration seems to inflame. Right, like you like people saying I I'm a fan of Obama's or the Obama's administration. When they would say that, they weren't saying I didn't like you, your rights. I didn't like rights against you. I didn't I didn't vote for kids in cages. I didn't vote. You know what I mean? Like that's all. That's what you're saying when you say things like that's what I get as a human being when somebody defends this administration. It's not that they're defending this administration. Is that specific issues? They're defending everything. They're they're defending specific issues that I have great great contrast with not politically but socially as a human being like on a human person like morally yes morally like I'm not even the most moral person on earth I just told you about like if you earlier in this episode I was like peeing on somebody All right, you don't want to do that you fucking prude like I'm not even the most morally fucking I'm not the most morally person on on the planet I'm just saying you know what I don't find moral putting kids in cages and then saying shit like well it's their parents fault for putting them in this situation it's like what the fuck did you just say like is uh, how crazy is that how fucking crazy is yeah. that? And it's how crazy is it to hear fucking other Latinos say this shit? Mostly Cubans, but whatever the fuck. Other Latinos say this shit. How crazy is it when they say, you know, fucking, oh, if you just if you just didn't fight back, if you just did what the cops said, he wouldn't be shot. Like, no. Brianna Taylor didn't say anything. She was sleeping in her fucking house and she got fucking killed. Like how like how do you to me when you say things like I, I like the Obama administration, you're not saying I hate you and I hate your fucking your your, your your, your right to live and I hate uh, your right, right to love whoever you want to love those three things are, do not come across when you say I love the Obama administration or I love the George so Bush administration like, but these specific, this specific administration oh, is y'all remember how much everybody hated Bush for real that, that's, you gotta be like, if I'm Bush dude I I'm loving we, we would trade him in in 45 but seconds but here's the thing if, we could. I will, I, if you're Bush you gotta be loving the fact that this dude is in the White House you gotta be like hey, I'm not the worst anymore <laughs> like you just got I just and that's what I was saying is that like it's what you said Nani is like you you there was a time and and it seems like such a long time ago but it's true there was a time where you could disagree with people and be fine and be fine and just have a political discussion Mm -hmm. I personally got called a lot of names I will hold that I will use that card forever because I went through some shit with that and because um, I've always been outnumbered in my political views, South Florida is notorious for being very conservative. So it's so actually he, not. It's, it's actually it's not like, conservative. It's not conservative at okay, all. So South forget Florida. South Florida. Forget South Florida. Miami-Dade County is, no. is notorious 
It's yeah. army bubble. I know. I'm it's telling not- you, South Miami is a blue county. I promise you that. That's oh. the data, like repeatedly over and over again. Where we are and our circle is very conservative. So then, then I would say that then. y'all my circle, circle and my, y'all, within, within y'all circle ten, over there within a, <laughs> within a ten mile radius of of my circle. Then yes, I have I have I have notoriously been on the opposite end of the political opinions, and I have been fucking called all kinds of names and accused of all kinds of shit all eight years that Obama was president. And I took it in the fucking chin, and I'm still friends with everybody, and I'll still go to fucking Thanksgiving dinner with you, and we'll still hang out, and I'll wish you a happy birthday, because that's where I fucking, that's how I write. But now... Because when they go low, you go high. When they go low, I get high. And the thing is, is that the stakes are so... When the stakes are so fucking bad now, and it's not even political, it's just... Like, on a human level, what are we going to stand for as a country? Then now there's no room for that shit anymore. There's no room for compromise because it's escalated to such a fucking ridiculous reality show, like, worst nightmare reality show you could ever watch, that it is a fucking deal breaker. That friends that you've had for decades, they don't even know it, but you're like, well, uh, you just lost a a really cool chance to be my kid's godfather. They don't even fucking know it. People that I, people that I, that I, you know, would typically, and I, and this is a rule that I made for myself a long time ago. Like if I'm outnumbered, I'm not going to fucking state my opinion. Think whatever the fuck you want. But I know that me speaking up in a room of outnumbered people, I'm taking on the whole fucking room. And I just don't feel like doing that anymore. But now it's such a point where I'm kind of rolling back on that because if I'm sitting at a dinner table and you're saying some fuck shit that is 100% false that you're fucking getting from a tabloid that is presenting itself as journalism I have to fucking call you out on it and tell you because at this point I'm not going to be able to sleep at night anymore because it's not about a difference of opinion you're fucking endorsing horrific crimes against humans like it's not normal this Mm. isn't a fucking regular thing of like Oh, but I think he'll be better for the economy. Nobody's fucking said shit about the economy. Nobody's said shit about the economy. We're just trying to fucking save, like. I I always, you know, I said that I I said that four years ago, three, yeah, four years ago, I said that too. Uh, It was a friend. They were going back and forth on Facebook with me. It was like right before the election, right before he got voted in, and uh, this guy's gonna be, you know, uh, he said that Obama was was awful for the. um, He was a small business. He is a small business owner, and he was awful for putting all the banking restrictions and da da da. So he would go on and on, and my reply to him was, I go, I'm not a businessman. So you may be a thousand percent right. I have no idea. I don't have any research or any backup or any any facts or numbers on what you're saying, what you're presenting to me. So for the sake of argument, I'm going to go ahead and say you are completely and a thousand percent right about the business aspect. However, when I vote for somebody, I'm not voting for them because of a business aspect. I'm voting for them as a human being. And this person is a piece of fucking shit. And I said to them, you can think of me whatever you want. And I'm telling you, you all these arguments you're presenting to me are all about dollars and cents. And you may be a thousand percent right. In fact, I'm telling you, you are because I, I don't know anything about that world. All I know is that a human being should not be treated this way. And I said that when they talked about grabbing by the pussy. I was like, this is not a person that should be fucking president. I'm sorry. If the fucking woohoo guy, the fucking yeah. That guy, if, if the fucking yeah guy can't fucking be president because he fucking went yeah 
then the fucking grab him by the pussy guy should not be fucking president. I mean, what the fuck world are we living in? How is that humanly possible? And the in the I I, I sort of got I feel like I'm in an alternate universe where it's like fucking uh I um iron, uh, irony and to the umph degree where they're like and then we're gonna make the grab him by the pussy guy be the candidate for the family first fucking party for the fucking for for the for the party that believes in quote unquote family values it's like that's and nobody sees the fucking irony in this like how how and by nobody i mean they the his supporters don't see the fucking irony in this my friends who are fucking uber religious and fucking walk are huge bible thumpers they fucking are chanting for this guy i'm like are you out of your fucking mind like this is bananas to me like this whole level of irony is bananas anyways we're gonna stop it there because we could go on and on typically we're not that political but no, again my blood pressure is high we can't keep doing this Typically, uh, okay. to to the listeners, typically we don't get this political. It's just it, again, Republican National Convention, Democratic National Convention. Shit's been going on in the news, and for us to ignore it is fucking ridiculous. To ignore this ludicrous uh, lunacy, which I should say. Uh, with that said, make sure uh, uh, we uh, would. Uh, I will perform wherever you where you want to perform at a fucking KKK rally. If the price is right, I'll fucking do it. Um, Stephanie is a fantastic event coordinator uh so yeah but i'm not uh, coordinating any kkk weddings i do draw the line so um well i mean whatever if you want to check out her just don't tell her it's a kkk thing and then when you get there be like oh no we just want a lot of crosses can you put them on fire can you put them on fire um so if you go to her website is events by you.com is that correct mm, yeah or or miami events by you you're right sorry it's been a while <laughs> miami events by you miami events by you the letter u dot com uh and then her instagram is events underscore by underscore the letter u so that's events underscore by underscore u so check that out uh missy's writing missy we're gonna get any writing anytime soon i know you just graduated F- first of all can we g- yeah. give a shout out to the graduate in the, in the room right now <laughs> Thank God that wasn't loud. Congratulations. I love that sound. Congratulations. I love that sound. Like, Thank you. Um, yes, now that I have my life back, I will I'm working on a couple pieces and it should be interesting. I'm trying to hold off on one piece for um Hispanic Heritage Month, but I'm I'm itching to, to hit it to hit publish now. Pull, but yeah. Pull the trigger. So if you want to check out my stuff, you can um go to uh, missyrights.com or and or follow me on Instagram at Missy the Writer. On Instagram, uh, the as in da, missing the writer. Missy the writer. Not da, not Missy da writer. No, not the writer. <laughs> <laughs> the writer. So check out and then check out my comedy at uh, narysigns.com or what was his name dot com. Uh, and if you are a fan of the podcast, uh, we have a donation button. And uh, so if you go to geekbro.net, where you can find all of our podcasts at geekbro.net, uh, you can find uh, the other podcasts that include uh, the Mount Geekboard podcast, Better Let Me Tell You, um, Comedy Fitness, The Layer. Uh, so, um, Make sure you guys check that out at geekbro.net. There's also when you go to the uh, Woobro page or the Mount Geekmore page, there is a uh, a a donation button. So if you want to donate, we would love for you to donate. Uh, every year we get a couple of the same people donating, and we thankful, we are grateful for them. So thank you very much for that. Um, uh, you could do that. Um, not saying it, I'm just saying you know fucking free entertainment. Uh, you guys have been great. Thank you very much. Uh, that's how winning is done. <laughs> <laughs>